Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, welcome to the show today. So glad you're here, and hopefully we can help you if you're in this situation. Or maybe you know somebody who is. Student loans and identity theft. What to do? If someone took out loans in your name. So you're ready to go back to school and you go to apply for student loans with the best rate. The problem? Someone already took out student loans in your name and now you, you know, like the real you, cannot take out any more money for school. The actual school that the real you is going to. Education is expensive enough when you take out loans on your own. And now you got to deal with a mess that somebody else made when you weren't looking. Unfortunately, student loan identity theft is a real problem. That happens and continues to happen. And it's really hard to prevent because there's so much of our information about us that's already out there that anybody can find. So let's talk about what you can do to prevent this from happening in the first place. And then what you can do if you find out someone took out some loans in your name. How can someone take out loans with your information anyway? It's kind of crazy to think about it, but how could someone actually even do this? I mean, they would need to know a lot about you. But sadly, it still happens. The FTC received over 1.3 million identity theft complaints last year. Of that, just a tick under 200,000 were specifically about loans, and another 25,000 were specifically about education products. Put two and two together, this bad stuff happens a lot. With that said, we see two big types of student loan identity theft. Number one, federal or private student loans opened under your name. And two, parent plus loans where a child opens the loan without the parent's knowledge or consent. It's very hard to stop either of these because so much of your information is already out there, as we mentioned earlier. It's even more difficult with student loans because a common offender is usually family. So they have access to a lot of information already. It's important to know that in order to get a student loan, the borrower must be enrolled in a qualifying Title IV school. They would also need all of your personal information. If they opened a student loan in your name, not a Parent PLUS loan, by the way, chances are they also enrolled in a school in your name, usually a vocational school. The sole purpose was to maximize the loan and get as much cash as possible. If your child forged your information to open a Parent PLUS loan, we have an entire article devoted to this subject because it's a little bit trickier. You can see what to do if your child forged your name for a Parent PLUS loan. We made the title of the article very easy. <laughs> Just go to thecollegeinvestor.com, type that in, and you'll see it. Let's move on to what to do if your identity has already been used to take out student loans. Life happens. Sometimes these malicious people do, in fact, end up stealing other people's identities and pulling some stunts like taking out student loans. But it also begs a couple of questions. Why would somebody take out student loans if it's not in their name? Who wants to get a degree that's not in their name? The truth is, while federal loans are dispersed to students to use for educational expenses, these identity thieves can, in fact, take the money and use it for other purposes. So what can you do? 
Here's a quick outline of the steps you need to take immediately when you find out somebody took out student loans in your name. Report the matter by contacting both the U.S. Department of Education Office of Inspector General Hotline, which we have the number right inside this article at thecollegeinvestor.com for you, and that's if your loan is a federal one, by the way, and then fill out the FTC's identitytheft.gov report. You will also have to call the lender's fraud department to notify them that you have been a victim of identity theft. Ask them to close or freeze the accounts immediately. And then, get in touch with the school where the thief used to take out the loan and ask them to close the loan account and provide you with a letter stating that they have done so as soon as possible. The next thing, call all three credit reporting agencies and request a free 90-day fraud alert. Fraud alerts make it difficult for the identity thief to open any new accounts because in this case, the thief will be required to provide extra forms of proof of identity before new credit is issued. You can also see some relevant links and numbers for each of the agencies, Experian.com, TransUnion.com, Equifax.com. We have numbers, we have all kinds of stuff, links and everything at thecollegeinvestor.com. And then once you've taken all of these steps, you can choose to report the matter to your local police department as well. Just a quick note, the identitytheft.gov website has an excellent system that will create a personalized recovery plan based on the report you give. They also have a team you can chat with online Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you plan on taking out student loans yourself for school, these steps are going to help you get started with the recovery process so that you can do so. However, I know we realize that it could be a long journey of trying to clear your name and getting your credit straightened out. Although it is very grueling, I will encourage you to stay the course until it is all cleared up so you're not paying for someone else's mistake for the rest of your life. Now let's talk about eight tips for protecting your identity so this doesn't happen ever again. It's never too early. And you can never be too cautious when it comes to protecting your identity from thieves. If you tend to use computers in public spaces like a library, make sure to sign out of all of your accounts, email, social media, everything. Another option is to use a VPN to protect your connection. Check out NordVPN and secure your computer and phone. N-O-R-D VPN. On public computers, clear your browsing history after you are done to get rid of all the cookies and autofill mechanisms that might have been stored and store your sensitive information. And then when you apply for federal student loans, avoid services that promise to help you fill out the forms to save you time. There's also a rise in the number of scammy telemarketers who will call you asking to confirm your identity so that they can release a scholarship or grant to you. No, don't fall for it. In fact, you can call the FTC to report these scams at 1-877-FTC-HELP. You can apply for loans yourself right through the FAFSA.gov website. Never give your FSA PIN to anybody. This is a huge red flag, and we actually have an article devoted to this red flag at thecollegeinvestor.com. Make sure that if you need to get rid of any documents which have identifying information on them, such as your social security number and your home address, you shred those documents prior to discarding them. 
Be careful, and I know it's very convenient to have free Wi-Fi networks around, but be careful when you sign on to these. To not navigate to websites where your information can easily be stolen by hackers that are on the network watching you. Always report your stolen or lost credit cards and identification cards to the police immediately. Report credit card loss or theft to your bank so that they can freeze the use of the card. Then, you can check your credit report regularly and immediately report any anomalies to the credit reporting agencies. If you take these steps to keep your personal information safe, that is the best move when it comes to protecting your identity from malicious people. And some quick final thoughts. Being a victim of any type of identity theft is nothing to ever wish on anybody. Student loan debt that was in, not incurred by you can be a stickier situation and have a long-lasting effect on your credit if you don't act immediately. You're moving in the right direction if you take the steps we outlined today and if you do it right now. If you need any other help, links, or resources, please check out the article at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just type in the same title of this podcast right in the search bar and you'll find it. And follow us on social media. Let us know how you're doing. We want to just come alongside of you and help any way that we can. Thanks so much for stopping by today. We'll talk to you again real soon.